So how should we invest in a market that's seeing big short-term moves? To tell us about some do's and don'ts in volatile markets, I spoke to Chris Tay, Vice Chairman of the Institute of Financial Planners in Hong Kong. We've seen this big explosion in volatility in markets, in stocks, in bonds, in currencies. What's behind this? Well, of course, you know, nowadays, you know, we are facing lots of uncertainties, right? For example, like, you know, from a macro level, you know, people are talking about, you know, US China trade raw, you know, just, you know, cause a lot of so-called domino effects, not only on the capital markets, but also on the general investment sentiment. As a result, you, you know, I would say, driven by the so-called retail sentiment, you know, you know, lots of people are going for speculation. You know, people are looking for, you know, kind of so called timing for rebound or even the timing for entry or the timing for exit, right? So that's why, you know, because of loss of so called speculation activities, you know, you know, arising from the market. So the market is getting much, much, much more volatile than before. So that's why, you know, nowadays, you know, um, you know, to, I would say, um, I would say to um, maintain the stability of your portfolio. I think, um, well, I would say the first lesson that we have learned is don't time the market nowadays, because no one knows, you know, when the market will be going into the bottom, you know, when the market will, will be going uh, going to the top. So that's why, you know, stay calm. You know, you know, I would say, um, you know, I, I'm quite sure, you know, before, you know. Um, creating your investment portfolio, you already, um, I would say, um, um, embed your investment objectives into your portfolio, right? I would say try to, try to stay, try to keep it, you know, as a long-term investment. And then, uh, of course, you know, if, you know, if the market is getting uh, much more stable than before, I think you may consider to have, uh, you know, certain kinds of um, additional, I would say, installment, I would say, into the market rather than just putting into lump sum into the market. And is that a common problem when we see these volatile markets? Investors start to forget what their long-term objectives and what their long-term goals are and then start doing things that they wouldn't normally do with their portfolio and their investments. Well, those are the very typical, you know, investment sentiments. You know, for those so-called sentiment-based markets, you know, uh, people already forgot everything. Mm. You know, like from day one, you just want to create your portfolio for your long-term uh, so-called wealth for your retirement, right? And then those money will be uh, used maybe 20 years later. You know, but uh, if the market is getting much more volatile, you know, it's totally sentiment-driven. People, people forget anything. So that's why, you know, I, I, I just want to remind all the retail investors, you know, please make sure, you know, your, your so-called long-term investing, long-term investment plan has been well installed. And then keep a regular review. You know, um, but nowadays, you know, because of the so-called market-driven sentiment, I would suggest people to look for some professional advice and see whether you know they would like to uh, rebalance or even uh, so called change of the asset mix for the portfolio uh, and to see whether you know uh, the current mix would be appropriate mix to generate long-term return for your, for the portfolio. So it is important then to check your portfolio and think about reviewing your asset allocation at, at times like these. That is a good, sensible strategy. Um, apart from the so-called annual portfolio review, like for example, even you, you set up your long-term portfolio, you know, I'm quite sure you may have a you may um, you may ask for the so-called regular review, like for example, once a year or maybe once a, uh, once every half year. But um, um, but I would say you know, uh, based on the so-called uh, uh, market. Um, so-called opportunities, I would still, you know, suggest, you know, those are typical investors to look for additional advice, you know, um, of whether, you know, they need to trim down or even modify the portfolio mix. Because nowadays, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, because we still 
face lots of uncertainties. You know, we don't know what happens. Nowadays, you know, even though, you know, we have seen a kind of so-called a very high correlation, you know, for the so-called the, the stock market performance and even the fixed income market performance. Like, because historically, they may generate some uncorrelated, you know, pattern, you know, such that you, you may create your own portfolio that will be more balanced, right? But nowadays, you know, if people are really, really, you know, scared about the so-called market sentiment, they may end cash. They may look for the so-called safe haven, mm. right, by end cashing. Mm. That means only cash will be your friend. If you're young, it's easier to take a long-term view, isn't it? And you can ride out some of these wild fluctuations in the market. What do you do if you're older, particularly if you're coming up to retirement, and then suddenly you see this big drop in the value of your portfolio? It must be quite disconcerting. How do you deal with that? Well, I would expect when people, you know, comes to certain ages, you know, their portfolio already, uh, I would say, um, they risk to a certain level. Yeah, I may not expect a kind of so-called old guy or of age like 80 will have 80% total exposure to equity, right? So that's why, you know, I, I would expect that, you know, they may have suffered some impact on the portfolio performance, but I may not expect that, well, they will suffer such a big loss. Mm-hmm. So that's why, even though if such a unlucky thing really happened, I would expect, um, you know, I would uh, suggest, you know, the, I would say this old guy uh, of whether, it, or if they may not have kind of so-called encashing needs, you know, they may stay calm, I would say still hold the portfolio and to come up with a more long-term strategy and come up, come up with a long-term review rather than just, you know, just encash from the, from the very, I would say from a very bad market, I would say, timing. And do you expect this volatility to continue? Because it seems to be getting worse and spreading to all sorts of other asset classes. We're seeing it now, for example, in treasury bonds, big falls in US treasury bonds. Mm. Have we got to get used to this type of environment? Yeah, I, I think, um, well, in order to, um, to make a so-called the, the, the vigil, I would say long-term vigilance, I would say that investors should, um, you know, should um, assume that you know, this kind of so-called sentiment would last for a certain period. You know, because nowadays, you know, it seems a, a lot of breakdown of correlation between typical asset classes. Like even nowadays, you know, foreign, foreign exchanges, you know, fixed income, equity are going into this, the same direction. So that's why, you know, I, I would expect, you know, those of the so-called investors, you know, nowadays, I think, should really, really look into the current, I would say, asset mix. I would say asset mix means, I would say, whether, you know, you have a, a, a adequate exposure to a particular asset class rather than just look into a, 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 a typical uh, equity bond mixed. I would say nowadays you also look into your so-called the, what are your base currency and uh, you know whether you need to have a certain currency exposure because currency exposure nowadays I think would give you a very big impact on the general performance. And are there safe havens if you're worried about the volatility and really don't want to be subjected to this? Is there anywhere you can go? Well from, from a um, from a very um, uh, pessimistic perspective, I would say only cash will be your, your safe haven. Because now there's even U.S. Treasury, those kind of so-called bond with AAA rating will still suffer certain, I would say, impact. Even though, you know, particularly for those so-called the, uh, very high rating bond issued by Asian countries, you know, because most of Asian currencies have uh, suffered a big loss because of the strengthening of U.S. dollar, right? So that's why nowadays, to be very honest, I think that you know to uh, generate, you know to expose to a really safe haven, cash is your friend. That was Chris Tay, Vice Chairman of the Institute of Financial Planners. And that's all we have for this week. Thank you for investing some of your time with us this morning. Jimmy and I will be back next Saturday when we'll look at how teenagers manage their money. 
A survey earlier this year found that 59% of secondary school students struggle to cover their personal expenses. Jimmy Lamb talks to a teenager with money problems, and I'll get some advice for you on how to go about resolving a financial dispute. So please do join us again at the same time next week on Radio 3. In the meantime, from me, Peter Lewis, have a great weekend. Listener.